Hey Scott, uh, what were we watching this week for the for the podcast? I'll give you a hint. Okay. It's from 1993, and yep. it has to do with dinosaurs. Are we watching Jurassic Park? Well, Steve, are we finally doing Jurassic Park? Oh my god, I have so many things to talk well, about. Well, 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 Steven Spielberg did have something to do with it, but it's not Jurassic Park. It's the other animated one. What? What? What other? animated movie has dinosaurs directed by Steve. no 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 that's right no! we're doing we're back a dinosaur story so you know what that means it's in the basket the writer's bagel basket mother of fucking crows cool <laughs> roll back the rock to the dawn of time when earth was smoking and the lava flowed roll back the rock to the dawn of time Blow your cool just like a volcano. Snap your fingers and stomp your feet. Soaking up a little of the jungle beat. Roll back. Tear me apart, Lisa. Ah, oh, dang. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Oh, no. Hey, would you mind putting that gun away? My wife doesn't care, but I'm a very timid fellow. You idiot. Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I'm Scott Carlin. Hi, it's me, your wife. And we are kicking off animation with We're Back. A dinosaur story. Yay. You picked this. You can't prove that. <laughs> Yes, I can. Where's your proof? We were watching the... Roll back the clip. (laughs) We were watching the Julia TV show, and I said, I wonder if they're going to include her doing the voice in We're Back, and you're like, she was in We're Back? And I'm like, yeah, she was the doctor lady. Doctor, what was her name? You know, it sounds like to me you're saying it was your idea. (laughs) You inceptioned me, and here we are. Well, no, I wanted to do, I said pink elephants, so I wanted to do Winnie the Pooh for Huffleums and Woozles. When I think of pink elephants, I think of Dumbo. They they, they just reused the animatic. <laughs> That's all they did. So what is the blockbuster rule for We're Back, a Dinosaur Story? Actually, I should say Steven Spielberg presents We're Back, a Dinosaur Story. Well, this movie is... Uh, Steven Spielberg's fever dream. It's a cornucopia of talent crammed into the weirdest fucking movie possible. Um, and basically, it's flowers for Algernon, but dinosaurs. And it features three TV personalities. Yep. We've got Walter Cronkite. Yep. Uh, as we know now, Julia Child, which still blows my mind. And, uh... Yeah, I'll give you a hint. You can't talk like this. Yeah, I'm going to steal Conan's show back after I give it to him. Oh, yes, that's right. Jay Leno. <laughs> Which, this... This was way before... It was released after he got The Tonight Show, but he recorded his voice six years before. <laughs> I... You know, this... This has a whiff of Steven Spielberg just going up to people randomly and just like handing them a piece of paper and just be like, come on, come on, say it. And just like recording them. And they have no idea what's going on. So originally this 
was technically usurped. You don't say. Steven Spielberg bought the rights out from underneath Disney's nose. Disney was going to make it with Clements and Musker, the guys who made The Little Mermaid and Aladdin. And Spielberg is like, ha ha. You don't fuck over the mouse. <laughs> the mouse fucks you. <laughs> I saw what you did, Stephen. <laughs> really don't like that. <laughs> oh, you better sleep with one eye open, Stephen. <laughs> you're going to wake up with a dinosaur head in your bed. <laughs> oh, wait. I think you're going to like that. Never mind. Gosh. <laughs> I should have said that as Goofy the Gorsh. Nope. Nope. Yes, but we're back a dinosaur story is I think we're going to end up talking longer about this movie than it actually is. Yeah, remember how I said a while back that a lot of the movies I had as a kid were like they weren't the really good good Disney movies that everybody else had? Yeah, you had this, didn't you? Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay. Well, I was telling you that... And every- we watched it a lot. I-, I was telling you that, like, growing up, we went on trips because my dad was a member of Rotary. Yep. And they would have, like, ski weekends at, like, like Sugarbush. <laughs> Our- is that what it's called? In- I the- hope so. I think... Sugarfoot? Tiny feet? I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I I like Sugarbush. Let's Let's stick with Sugarbush. But like, well, the the parents were going, having these fun, you know, time going to banquets and stuff. The kids got put in these like hour long daycares. Yeah. And the movie that they had always was this and Clifford with Martin Short. So you were in the one, two, three, fourth circle of hell. No, no, it had Clifford, the Martin Short movie, so that's the fifth circle of hell. Have you ever seen that? No. Well, that movie opens up with... This movie also has Martin Short. Yes, but I'm about to tell you something that might make you be like, wait a minute. So Clifford opens up with the main character telling the story to a runaway child. So we've got Martin Short, runaway children, and telling a story yeah to open the movie also well this this movie we're treated to the delight that is john goodman scatting yeah i mean i wonder if this is how he got blues brothers 2000 they were like belushi's dead let's get john goodman scoop boop a doop doop and he's doing bing crosby the entire movie yep he's like oh hey how's it going let me tell you my tale of woe Here's Bob Hope. Hey there, little fella. Dooby dooby doo. I'm dreaming just... of a Thanksgiving hat. Yeah, that's the Thanksgiving hat is an entire chapter. Yeah. Of this podcast that we are going to discuss. Yeah, just keep in mind, folks, that's not a thing. It's not a thing. Is it a thing, Scott? No. It's not a thing. An Easter hat is a thing. Easter bonnet. Easter bonnet is a thing. Yes. A uh, Christmas sweater, ugly Christmas sweater, is a thing. Witch hats? Witch hats are a thing. Yes. But you know what's not a thing? Thanksgiving hats. And this is a thing. I got movie. ready like you were going to say that with me, and you totally ignored my cue. I can't steal your thunder. 
no, I don't want you to steal my thunder. I want you to be part of the thunder. Oh, okay. What if, what if I stole your sunshine? I mean, that sounds like it would make a great song, but we'll we'll get back to that later. Only if we're on Vespas. We'll we'll uh we'll spitball it. So, do you know why this tanked at the box office? Well, I just listed one of the reasons. <laughs> it opened against The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh. Which that also tanked at the box office. But it was at least in the top ten. That spawned an entire generation of goths. Yes. I mean, and moody teenagers. And and this movie spawns people who need therapy. (laughs) Well, it wouldn't go that far. (laughs) I mean, it has dancing dinosaurs in it. Let's not give it too much credit. No, this is the movie that that made me realize I need to go to therapy as a kid. Because... this was one of the things that made me realize that things die because I was watching it. Oh, here. I was watching it. I'm like, wait. I was like, here we go. How's it going to connect it to your fear of death? Uh, Professor Screw-Eye. This was the movie? No. One of. One of. One of. It was cumulative. It was It was when Professor Screw-Eye gets covered in the, the crows and then disappears and I'm like, what happened? And my sister goes, he's dead. I'm like, what? <laughs> you mean you can explode in the form of a thousand crows? So that's why like, every time we went into Boston and there were pigeons everywhere, I was like, oh, you stay the fuck where you are. <laughs> I what just about the get pigeon to lady from Home Alone too? Well, then you mentioned that. I'm like, oh my God, is that her power? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I'll get you too. <laughs> soon you will become my bird seed <laughs> but yeah uh oh speaking of birds this movie starts out with birds yeah i don't understand the reason for that i and i think the little baby bird is played by the the runaway kid it's not it's not two different people okay can you blame me for getting them confused one the kid who plays Louie is is actually a boy. Yes. The kid who plays Buster is a, is a female voice actor. Okay. So Buster Wait, let me the let bird. me correct that. A 40-year-old female voice actor. Yeah. I mean, we know Lisa is Oh, well, at the time she was younger, obviously. Uh Yearly Smith was 25 when she made this movie. Oh, okay. Wow, her voice has not changed at all. She still sounds like Lisa Simpson. Holy shit. What is her character's name? Uh, Cecilia Nuthatch. Which, that is not the name for a kid's movie. No, that name comes with its own clenched butthole. <laughs> that That is a name of an adult film star. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yes. So an unclenched butthole. So anyway, birds. <laughs> yeah, so they're all picking on him because... Um, yeah, we, we open to a, a group of birds in a nest and they're f- they're just fighting. Over food. <laughs> over food. And the mother, the mama bird... Yeah. She is billed first in this movie. It's Rhea Perlman. It's Mrs. Wormwood from Matilda. Okay. She's billed first. After Goodman. Are they doing it just in order of appearance? No, they're doing it on celebrity status. 
She's there for like two seconds. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget that originally this was supposed to start Malkovich. So it would have been John Malkovich and John Goodman. Then Rhea oh, Perlman. we'll get to John Malkovich. Um, but I. Yeah. Promptly. I love how the. Yeah. I love how the dad bird is just <laughs> just throws his kids a worm. And he's like, it's the only way they'll learn. They got to fight. But why didn't they get DeVito to do that? Like they clearly got her to do two seconds of a reading. They could have easily got DeVito. He probably drove her to the <laughs> to, to the recording session. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Danny, will you come in and do something? Fuck no. <laughs> I'll wait here. I'll read my cartoons. I read the script. You're not getting me in there but yeah like the i just can't get over how the birds they can talk but they go up to the mama bird and they're like cheep 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 yeah and let's not forget that apparently (laughs) there's there's a golf course in central park yeah and apparently uh dinosaurs are part of the country club yeah now i want to now i want to see a caddyshack version I want to see a version of Caddyshack with dinosaurs. <laughs> this is a I want to see the part where they cut to the country club where John Goodman, the dinosaur, just rolls in and you've got two like Upper West Siders who are just like, well, they'll let anybody in these days. <laughs> this is a very exclusive country club, so don't tell them you're mastodons. <laughs> but yeah, I like, first off, how how did they get him a golf club that is big enough? Yes, that's I my question. I think they pulled it off the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> I I love how like uh Buster There's Bird There's scaffolding. They were still But Buster Bird is like, "Hey, you're not supposed to be here. You're a dinosaur." I uh, <laughs> uh yeah, the bird, the baby bird, he's like, "You know, that's it." My mother loves me too much, ergo I must leave. And he gets ready to fly, falls to the ground unexpectedly, uh, and... Dies. Uh, <laughs> That's what should have happened. No, ends up on... Uh, uh, Goodman's his, golf ball. Yes. Which, it kind of looked like Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like the spaceship... Uh, what's it called? Spaceship Earth. <laughs> but, yeah... I mean, Mama Birds, by the way, is not worried at all. She's like, I've got three other babies. It's fine. He was kind of runty anyway. We're better off. And uh, I just, I want it to get to the part where after all this, we get the bird saying, hey, ain't you a dinosaur? I want hard cut right there. Roll credits. Yep. Yep. Cue the little Richard song that they bash us over the head with. Ten black the clock. Yeah, I was telling you that like this was around the time when little Richard was doing like a lot of kid oriented entertainment for like he did that album of knock knock joke songs. You know, we all have our low point. <laughs> yeah, well, like, he, he did a cover of his own song, I Hear You Knocking, But You Can't Come In, but then kids would be like, knock, knock, little Richard, and he'd be like, who's there? And they'd be like, boo, boo-hoo, 
don't cry. It's only a joke. And he'd be like, ha, 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 shut up. Because that was, that was. He's just saying what we're all thinking. But that, but I love that that's Little Richard's thing. It was yeah. telling people to shut up. Uh, you know, there are worse things. <laughs> but yeah, and John Goodman proceeds to tell the bird, you know, hey, like basically this is how I got here. Yeah, I was a terrible monster that I, looked yeah. like an actual dinosaur. I'm not the civilized dinosaur you see before you. Um, Butter boy. He literally says, I was stupid and violent, mean and hungry. And I was just like, that's just adolescence in a nutshell. We were all stupid, mean, violent, and hungry. But he actually looked like a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... uh. Uh, yeah, because we cut to ba- him back in the Jurassic. Yeah, know, because world, Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite's amazing <laughs> Wonder Wheel. <laughs> that's it, it. Basically, looked like a giant hot air balloon. Um, yeah, filled with breakfast cereal. That's how. That. That is what makes the dinosaurs smart. A little alien, a little like Marvin the Martian appears before this t-rex and he's like hey <laughs> you want to not be dumb well that's not how come he... into my ship Haley. that's not how he sounded he going to him like this he said hey want to not sound dumb yeah you grant what the hell were you thinking hey let me get out of here before the meteor uh hits ah conan you want your show tough and so he lures him to the ship and then they feed him the way they fatten geese to make pate. Yeah. They shove it down his Gavage. Throat. Yes, gavage. As w- that's a fancy word that we looked up on ye old Google. <laughs> and then his head grows three sizes. Kind of, yeah. He becomes cartoonified. The yeah. sharper features just disappear. He, and he- Okay. So he goes from Steven Spielberg Jurassic Park to Steven Spielberg Flintstones. I just have a very important question here. Why only dinosaurs? This is a time machine. He could have gone into the future. He could have gone, like, not that far into the past. He could have gotten, like, a dinosaur. He could have gotten an inventor. He could have gotten... This is not the dream team. This is not the B team. This is not even the C team. If we think about... This is the E team, E for extinct. <laughs> if we think about the 2005 classic, A Night at the Museum, uh, let's see. At the Museum of Natural History, or the Museum of Natural History. Wink. You have Teddy Roosevelt, so go get Teddy. You have one of those giant Easter... He- Easter Island statues. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you, you have Owen Wilson Cowboy. So get Owen Wilson Cowboy. <laughs> I just like to believe that in the Old West, there is one cowboy who is Owen Wilson. Oh, hey. Oh, it, hi. Oh, hey. So let's go. Oh, wait. That's not. Yeah, that's, that's David Lynch. That's David Lynch. David Lynch. Oh, hi. Yeah. Owen Wilson's wow. here. Wow. Hey, wow. how's it going? So. You're a dinosaur. So then they go to Rome, and then they get Steve Coogan, Roman Gladiator, and this is how we get Night at the Museum. Yes. Correctly. This is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. uh, But no, we get a Triceratops. And I'm not hating on Triceratops. 
Okay, Woog is my favorite part of this movie. Oh, Woog okay. was my constant. <laughs> really? You don't like dweeb? Oh, Charles Fleischer? You mean, please, Eddie. They get John Goodman. He's the big name. Yep. And then they get three people. You kind of know Charles Fleischer. You get Elsa, but, the pterodactyl. But that actress is a British theater actress. So you have no idea. No one had no idea who she was. They got Charles Fleischer, who is Roger Rabbit, and he's only in that because Spielberg was friends with Zemeckis. Yep. And then they get Rene Levante, who is a musician, because that's what kids love, jazz. Yep. He's like, Woog, Elsa, Dweeb, and Rex. Rex. It's like... It's like they were trying with Elsa. They're like, oh, she's going to be an elegant we bird. Need, yes. Elsa, then Rex, because he's a T-Rex. What about this goofy-looking green guy? I don't know. Dweeb? Triceratops. Oh, this is so hard. Uh, Woog. Yeah. Not like Terry the Triceratops? That's. I said <laughs> Woog. That's what happens when the cocaine starts to leave your body. Guys, come on. It's 1989 for... Two more minutes. It's going to be 1990. We got to get sober. The guy who plays Dweeb, he had already done Roger Rabbit at this point, right? He did Roger Rabbit. He did Land Before Time. Like 12 episodes of Laverne and Shirley. Interesting. Yeah, But but Roger Rabbit was before this. Yes. Okay. But do you know what he was also in? Uh Uh-huh. He was the guy in Zodiac. Not many houses have basements in California. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Roll like a stone and roll. The entire premise of the movie is we're going to bring dinosaurs because I can hear children's wishes, our dreams. What is it? Yeah. It's terrifying. He can hear the thoughts of children. Yeah. Uh, they're all sitting around eating hot dogs while god is like it's not god it's Walter. it might Con- as well be fucking god he looks like he looks like uh albert einstein there's a heavy implication that he's supposed to be god yeah because he's like i listen to the wishes of children on my wish radio and all of the wishes are dinosaurs dinosaurs i want to ride a dinosaur i want to talk to a dinosaur i want to eat a dinosaur Okay, Charlie. <laughs> but I mean, I was on the dinosaur hype train. Yeah, but I love dinosaurs. I had a little triceratops that tri- I said that right. Yeah, you right? said that right. Yeah. yeah, I had a little triceratops that I used to carry around with me. Yeah, because you hit like, it. We from- all love dinosaurs. <laughs> However, I feel like this is the 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 triceratops that they gave you because you kept hiding it, right? <laughs> So, I was not very good at sharing as a child. In the daycare, they had this gigantic toy box, and there was my Triceratops, and I called it my Triceratops, because what I would do is at the very end of the day when everybody would be responsible for putting the toys back in the toy box, I would sit there with my Triceratops on my lap, and I would wait until everybody else put their toys in the box. 
And then I would walk up to the box and rip all the toys out of it. And I would carve out a space and put my triceratops at the very bottom. And then I would hide it like a squirrel burying her nuts. And then the very next day, I would always know that my triceratops was at the bottom of of the of the toy box. And that Triceratops's name was Woog. And by the way, uh the people who worked at the daycare just let this happen. <laughs> Until finally at just the very it. end of the just, yeah, just, literally just they were like it. just take it. Just take it. <laughs> it's yours. I had a toy Triceratops too. Ah. Yeah. We're simply meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> but it, okay, that's the from other a nightmare th- before Christmas, you know, the better movie. The thing that doesn't make sense, besides everything, <laughs> is the fact that Julia Child as what was her name? Dr. Blurb? Well, so God is like, I hear the wishes of children. I'm going to bring you to fulfill their wishes, which by the way, I feel like he's skipping over a lot of wishes here. I want a unicorn. Oh, that's too fucking hard, kid. I'm sorry. We're not doing that. <laughs> I want a Pegasus. Oh, man. Can't we just go to dinosaurs? <laughs> uh, not the wishes I was thinking of. <laughs> I want an end to world hunger. Pass. <laughs> I want a cure for all the diseases in the world. You want dinosaurs? <laughs> I can get you dinosaurs. I'll give you dinosaurs. Well, can't you just, you know, go back in time and plant a bunch of food? Listen, kid. Listen. Have you ever seen a Velociraptor? Well, apparently this movie hasn't. (laughs) Because they don't have a Velociraptor. They have Dweeb. Yeah, we didn't need whatever Dweeb is. (laughs) I believe he was a Fleshosaurus. I want to see, what is it, an Ankylosaurus? What's the armored one? I don't know. You knew dinosaurs better than me. (laughs) You want to know about the history of the TV show Cheers? I'm your man. You want to talk about wings? Love wings. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I know nothing about dinosaurs except that they ate Newman. I know that uh, Stegosaurus has had the brains the size of a walnut. But, okay, so that's dweeb that should have been dweeb but but what's her name but julia child there is a scene where she apparently is blind as a bat but she takes her glasses off this poor woman to put goggles on which implies that she can't see while she's driving it's new york nobody drives their own car She's on a she's on a motorcycle. Yeah, he God is basically, and I'm just gonna keep calling him. Yeah, he's he's Doctor New Eyes. Okay, Doctor okay. News Eyes is what it says in there. News Eyes because it's Walter Cronkite, and that's the way it is. I'm I'm starting to propel to Mallory levels of rage. <laughs> I I am getting to Mallory when she watched All Dogs Go to Heaven. I might already be there. Uh, Well, All Dogs Go to Heaven had one director. This movie had four directors, one of which was the grandson of H.G. Wells. Ooh. Oh. Oh, no. Simon Wells. 
the man who directed the Time Machine movie <laughs> with Guy Pierce. Uh huh. And also, but he was an animator on, uh, I believe, Emperor's New Groove. Okay. All right. Better. He did some other better animated movies, but he, he grew. He, yeah, but then he also faltered a few times too. Once again, well, the time machine. Um, but so he's like, yeah, I'm gonna bring you to Doctor Bleeb. Doctor Bleeb is the museum's resident crazy lady. You know it. Like she's she's just running around like. Guys, I, I, I can't do inventory. The dinosaurs are coming on Friday. I got a full packed schedule. We need to get the gift shop ready because people are going to be buying everything. And they're going to... they're The people who work with her are just like, Susan. Susan. For the last fucking time. The dinosaurs are dead. No, they're real. I'm telling the you. The dinosaurs are dead and so is your career if you keep this up. I, okay, I love the fact that... that that it's Julia Child and they don't try to hide the fact that it's Julia Child and I they they give her just lines that sound like Julia Child they're like hello congratulations welcome dinosaurs yeah we'll rendezvous and um but do you think she's gonna cook those dinosaurs I mean dinosaur meat I bet it's delicious Yes, I I, I We've all seen the opening of the Flintstones, that rack of ribs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. But we haven't even talked about Louie. Our main kid, the reason why Rex is like, yeah, let's go down to Earth. Well. He hears Louie's wish. Louis which is, like, I wish I just had a friend. I want a friend. He, he The way Louie talks, he... <laughs> He talks like a character from Happy Days. He talks like the Fonz's kid. He's like, oh, I want a friend. I hate the fact that my mom loves me. Oh, eh. Yeah, she's always kissing me and hugging me and supporting me and telling me I should pursue my dreams. What the fuck is up with that? Yeah, so <laughs> both kids have loving parents, Cecilia and uh, Louis. The well, no, Cecilia's, she has, I mean... We get more valid reasons for her. Why? Because she ends up at that New Year's party from The Shining? Yeah. I love, like, so we, we meet Cecilia later. And that's... Because I, I want to talk more about Louis' introduction. Yeah. But we, we meet Cecilia, and she's she's in her high-rise apartment, and they, like, look around, like, the camera pans around. <laughs> I say camera, like, this isn't an animated movie. But you know what I mean. The, yeah. Like, we get scenes of her empty apartment. She's like, my mom's so social and my dad's all businessy business and I'm here all by myself. Yeah, and then we get the picture of her, like, straight out of The Shining where she's just sitting at family night all alone. You've, al you've always been here, Cecilia Nuthatch. You've always been here. Oh, that was done on purpose because Spielberg was best friends with Stanley Kubrick. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, so it was the shining picture. Yes. But yeah, so they um they pull a sully and they end up in the Hudson and right on top of Louis's runaway raft. Yeah. First off, that kid Like he's fucking Tom Sawyer. Well, not just that, but he should go on Shark Tank because like the thing that he invents, he makes this this portable device to make sandwiches, breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, he's he's got a future. Hey, shucks. 
Have you ever been on a uh, Huck Finn-style raft, but you want breakfast? Well, wait till you hear this. And Mark Cuban's like, I'm in. I'll give you $50,000 to start. But, yeah, the dinosaurs land on him, and he's like, what are you mooks doing in my river? (laughs) And, personally, I make it a position never to insult something that is, like, four times my size and has teeth. This kid this kid is like a little Andrew Dice Clay. He's like, oh, hey, dinosaurs, whoa. I think my head ain't <laughs> screwed on right. Oh, hickory dickory dock. The T-Rex the went di- on the never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie, this movie is terrible. And we I, okay. We we need to say we had to we to get jazz to do this podcast. We started watching to re- get jazzed. <laughs> yeah, because Renee Levante's in this. Uh, <laughs> you walked right into that. But we watched two reviews of this that we had to turn off because they were too positive. They weren't even positive. It was just like that second one was going into positive territory. Yeah, like it starts off amazing. It's like, and I literally yelled at the TV and I was like, it doesn't. And then I shut it off. <laughs> I looked at the reviews on IMDb. The IMDb reviews are like at eights and nines. At a, at a 10? At a 10. No. Yes. Those are trolls. No. Those are trolls. No. No, those I are. I know this is based on a book. No, but... those those they're clearly mom reviews, but the, their moms like you know my aunts are like, oh, I thought it was cute. Yeah, it got my kid to shut up for a while. <laughs> Wait, isn't your kid like twenty three? Don't ask questions. <laughs> but let's be real: the dinosaurs are Doctor Bleeb's wish, not the kids. Obviously, it's her. Yeah. I want to eat a dinosaur. I want to meet a dinosaur. Meat. I said meat, not eat. <laughs> I w- Boof, Bogan Rex. <clears throat> this is my husband, Professor Paul. Childs. <laughs> okay, I'm Julia Child. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how how tiny she is. She's like, she, her her movement is very like she's just hopping around doing her thing, <laughs> like she's permanently riding a jackhammer. <laughs> she's like me going on to my eight o'clock class in college after I've had my uh, uh, mocha uh, cookie crunch frappuccino. <laughs> but I love her thing. She's like. You need to get back to the museum because the kids are going to wake up from their slumber and then the first thing they're going to see is you. Bon appetit. <laughs> oh, I love that. Wait, are, are you going to eat us? No. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you something that could have solved all of these problems in the movie. And there's one problem in particular that would rectify all of this. Very simple solution. Running away to the circus is not an 80s, 90s dream. It's not an (laughs) 80s or 90s fantasy. It's 1920s. This movie should have taken place 
in the 1920s or 30s. This movie does feel... Well, the reason why it takes place in 93 is so that they could have the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, they had parades in the 20s? They were... But, what are you talking but, about? But, 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 but... but. They wanted to have that shot of the uh, Madison Square Garden movie theater where you could see the marquee for Jurassic Park. Shameless self-promotion aside. Like, this movie does feel like it should be the 1920s. It really does. Because, like, it's basically... Like, you've got the runaway, scrappy kid. You've got the socialite who's running away from her, you know, imaginary problems. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. This is basically like water for elephants. It's about a kid who runs yeah, away. Yeah, water for dinosaurs. <laughs> but, Just kidding. Don't give <laughs> dinosaurs shouldn't end up in the water. As we learn, they can't swim. Uh, yes, that he uses a a uh, uh, I almost said a claw machine, but he uses a uh, piece of construction equipment like a claw machine toy to rescue the word you're looking for is excavator (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome shut up (laughs) but a construction claw machine (laughs) shut up dig deep enough in that earth you'll win a prize he does he gets a dinosaur there you go See, it is a claw machine. You're right. But, but but when he gets Rex, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Rex is dead because Rex is like, uh, yep. like not moving. And then he coughs up the water. And he's like, let's not do that again. <laughs> but I was thinking Rex has to be taller than the Hudson. No, no. He's a pretty big fucking dinosaur. No, because like, think of like the T-Rex, like, you know bones that you see in a museum like they're big but i mean i don't know how deep the hudson is but anyway all that aside so yeah they they meet cecilia i guess like they're he's flying over something what professor news eyes warns them about I thought it was new eyes. When I when I read it on on Wikipedia and I I feel like that's just an edit. Uh, maybe, but when Professor New Eyes tells them about Doctor Bleeb, he also warns them about his brother, Professor Screw Eyes, <laughs> played by Kenneth Mars, who is King Triton. Oh, he's also he's Daddy Ocean. Yes. <laughs> He's Billy Ocean's dad, Daddy Ocean. <laughs> Get out of my dreams and into my circus. Get out of my dreams and into my seas. But yeah, he um he also was in Young Frankenstein and The Producers, very famous actor. He replaced John Malkovich, where to this day Malkovich still talks about how he was excited to make this movie. But then they, he didn't like the vision that they were going with. And he dropped out. Yeah. We saw. So we went on YouTube and we did find a, yeah. a clip of that his audio. Right here. I was a boy. I was lying in the shadow of a berry bush taking a snooze. One of the berries, just one, fell upon my eye. Just there. 
hungry bird spied the berry. It was a crow, I believe. He pecked for the berry, but got my eye as well. Senseless? Yes! I had done nothing to earn such a fate, so ever since I've known that the world made no sense and have acted accordingly. You can talk now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, wasn't wasn't that a trip? But he he doesn't. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit his at all. His voice is too youthful. Yeah, really, way too youthful. Yeah, like Kenneth Mars, you're like, yeah, that man smoked like twelve packs of cigarettes in a day. Also, just the story, the background of Screw Eyes is. I used to like blueberries, but one day... A blueberry fell in my eye, and then a crow saw fit to peck it out, and that's why I've hated crows ever since, but I keep them around like Batman, because it reminds me of my fear and how I've mastered it. No, Louie, you're out of line, promptly. How do you like that? You really hate when I do. I really do. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Okay. Back to Cecilia. <laughs> yeah. So Cecilia, who has a Thanksgiving hat. I I don't know if this they were trying to turn this into a thing. I don't get it. Like, the, there's this little girl in the wishing machine. She's like... I, I want a I... Thanksgiving hat. That's not a thing, honey. That is not a thing. If I say it's a thing, it's a thing. I'm <laughs> like that kid from the Twilight Zone. You tell me something that I don't like, I turn you into a jack-in-the-box. But, yeah, Cecilia has a Thanksgiving hat because she's a bougie bitch. And yeah, her... it flies. Louis grabs it out of the air and he flies on his new, you know, pterodactyl mobile. Ba, da, 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 da. <laughs> and proceeds to scare the bejesus out of her. And, and he's like, what's a girl like you doing in a place like this? Oh, I love this apartment. My friend Patrick Bateman has the same thing. It looks like Patrick Bateman's apartment. Yeah, from and American she's immediately Psycho. like, oh. Like, I'm all alone on Thanksgiving. I hope some, you know, guy from the other side of the tracks doesn't come and kidnap me on his dinosaur like my mom warned me about. You like Huey Lewis in the news? (laughs) I love how he's just like straight up like, what? Your parents beat you? It's like, oh, Jesus, easy there, Louie. She's like, no, heavens, no. And he's like, yeah, mine either. They're too nice. They give me hugs and cuddles. I don't like that. That's why I'm running away. That's why I look like T.J. Detweiler from Recess. Oh, he does look like T.J. Detweiler. <laughs> and she kind of looks like young Anastasia. She does look like young Anastasia. <laughs> the dream team, a match made in heaven. Or uh, hope made in hell. But Louis is the dumbest kid. Well, I don't know because he managed, like we see in the beginning. Yeah, you can't go and say he's dumb after you you compliment his invention. Yeah, he can be smart and make inventions, but like when thinking logically, he's not. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, he is just like, I. my parents love me too much, so I got to run away to the circus. And I will sign anything in blood. <laughs> yeah, even if you don't understand contracts, if an adult was just like, sign this contract with your bodily fluids, I'd be like, you know, I think we've... Let, you know what? Let my people get back to your people. You know, Professor Screwass, you've changed. You're not as cool as I thought you were. <laughs> also, that eye would be more terrifying if it was a Phillips head. <laughs> yeah, he's he's evil he, because he has a screw in his eye. Yeah. You know, Peter Falk used a glass he eye. he uses <laughs> to control people? What Was the screw part of the time machine? Is that why it's magic? No, I think it was part of the circus. So it's, you know, dark the magic. Sa the satanic circus, as yeah. they like to call where, it. Where the people who visit it are the night gathering of the jugglers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, is that the circus? Yeah, but we need to get back to, you know, the night gathering of the jugglers. We're going to, you know, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend, Sheila, over here. He, Louis secures a float as a means to hide the dinosaurs, and he hooks up the dinosaurs to but the floats. permitting he had to get. Do you know how hard it is to deal with the Macy's Foundation? We don't get a fucking permit. Let's be real. No, I bet he had a per. I bet, I bet Cecilia had a permit. Cecilia just walked into the station and was like, "Excuse me, sir. Could you please sign this paper?" Do you want me to play a sax solo? My By the way, she is wasting no time with Louie. Oh, that's She's right. She's just like, I've been in my ivory tower for too long. <laughs> Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down your... Oh, you, you got a bob. She's an uptown girl. She's been living in her white bread world. Oh, he's a hot blood man. That's what I am. <laughs> and apparently they do end up together for the longest time. <laughs> because they didn't start the fire in other Billy Joel songs because Haley she's always a woman to him <laughs> but wait 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 I, hold on I'm just realizing things are gonna get bad and he's gonna move out because she's gonna give him a heart attack yak 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 but that's another movie <laughs> but I love how the kids are like wow look at those cool dinosaurs uh, they're not dinosaurs, sweetie. They're robots. Bitch, that dinosaur just jumped on Spider-Man's back. What kind of animatronics do you think we're working with here? Yeah, they're singing a song. It's like, wow, they programmed that dinosaur to do yep. a million things. This is where we get the main song from Lil Richard, which... Which John Goodman sings in the actual movie. Yes, yes. Yeah, I bet they were like, this is going to be our big Oscar nominee song, and then... I'm trying to think of. It does have a solid beat to it, to its credit. But, 90, but I, I'm thinking 93 Oscars. What was the big song? I'm going to have to look it up. But yeah. I can't move right now. Can you look up 1993 Oscars? No. All right. No, that's your job. Fine. I don't look up facts. <laughs> <laughs> Not for this, I don't. But so... We get a police chase where we get the classic line of pursuing Mesozoic suspect in 43rd. Oh, just... yeah. And they do the Spielberg thing where they have walkie talkies. Instead, th instead of guns, they have walkie talkies. 
Oh, really? That's what they did in E.T. Oh, okay. Wow, he's just throwing out his own references left and right. Putting in his own dinosaur Easter eggs. And I love how that chase ends where they end up in a building that is uh, set to be demolished. And they, instead of being just destroyed, they are launched, you know, Like the the meteor that crashed into Earth creating. Yes, but except it didn't kill the dinosaurs. It just, that's why there are no dinosaurs. (laughs) I'm surprised creationists haven't made that argument. I just love that when they get blown the, th- from the building, they're just like, whoa. The meteor didn't kill the dinosaurs. It just launched them off the face of the earth into space. And there they live to this day. We've never seen the other side of the moon. They could all be there. I just picture a bunch of dinosaurs in a spaceship. They're like, hey, Gus, should we tell them? No, Carl. Let them figure it out on their own. <laughs> <laughs> no now we tell our story that's such a sad image but it (laughs) are they going to return as our superior rulers i don't know i i'm hoping for like uh uh what's that that show that your brother likes the primeval or uh yeah the one where the caveman has a has a, a t-rex that he rides like yeah it's a, i think yeah i forget what like it's, it's a called. motorcycle yeah now i want to ride a t-rex like it's a motorcycle he never really rides L- rex louie yeah he rides elsa yeah that came out wrong <laughs> no elsa wants to ride rex yes she is all over him just like cecilia is all over louie yes we have horny dinosaurs. The way you look at me, Rex, makes me want to lay an egg. This is a kid's movie. <laughs> but Scott, it's rated G. For yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so the, uh, they get launched into Central Park where Louis and Cecilia have already found the circus. And I, I really wanted Cecilia to turn to Louis and be like, is this a bad time to mention I'm afraid of clowns? <laughs> <laughs> the the three juggalos are like, yeah, so are we. Yeah. <laughs> and Louie is just like, I'll fight you all. And the, they're like, uh, uh, hey, you know you're like 10, right? <laughs> you should go back to your ma. Yeah. I, I love how they're laughing. Just- what is any of this? I don't know, but... What is any... What is this circus? What is this okay, movie? Okay, my, my biggest question with the circus is why, when after the show is over, is Martin Short Clown performing for Professor Screw-Eyes? And Professor Screw-Eyes is just standing there watching it like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good yep. enough. And then they laugh and Professor Screw-Eyes is like, don't encourage him. Well, he's probably like, "Um, sir, didn't you know that this is a satanic circus? Like, you're not our vibe. Yeah, I do love... Barnum and Bailey's is right down the street. I love that Rex is like, Professor Screw-Eyes, he's the bad guy. And he looks right at the barrel of the camera. (laughs) We were warned about you. Oh, yeah? What did my brother say? Did he say, and that's the way? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. And 
I'm on board for a satanic circus. I really am. The creepier, the better. But the this Satan circus has a tech guy. Yeah. Who's like, you know, rocking it out, you know, in his uh, in his booth. Yeah. Like he's the doof warrior. <laughs> okay. From Mad Max. Wh- where where is my? Just make everything magic. If you're gonna go there, yeah. Go where's there. my Doctor Facilier? Where's my Shadow Man? Like, yeah. Yeah. He d- he doesn't have. Are you ready? He has. We are Union. Yeah. There we go. We're the Teamsters. Give us our money. He's got like all the cast of The Godfather working for him. Luca Brazzi, Mo Green. And uh, when the dinosaurs appear and he's like, oh, your little friends have signed a contract. I own them and their ideas. And he like he gives them brain drain. Yeah. You have brain grain from Professor Which is cereal. Yeah, and then and you have pills. <laughs> Green glow in the dark pills. Back when I worked for MGM in the 1930s, I used these all the time on all the big actors: <laughs> Clark Gable, Vivian Lee, <laughs> Judy Garland, and. He turns Cecilia and Louis into monkeys, which is... If you know anything about my wife, she hates monkeys. Well, yeah, but it's like the scene itself is just terrifying. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's creepy, but not the like the cool kind of creepy. It's just like, ugh. Well, I realized... I don't care for this. I realized when, when Rex, you know... Uh, goes up to them and tells them that everything's going to be all right and pats them on the head, they turn back into humans before he signs the contract. Yeah. That's all he had to do. Yeah. It's like, well... And then he ha- then he should have had that animalistic uh, instinct kick in and then he just rips off Professor Screw-Eye's eye. He just takes a flathead screwdriver and unscrews it and he's like, <laughs> I'm taking this and then puts a blueberry in his eye. Because that's how he lost his eye. Yeah, and then we get a cut. Well, Martin Short, you know, serves the kids breakfast, which, by the way, if a clown makes me pancakes, I'm not eating those fucking pancakes. <laughs> not at all. Not on any, any planet am I touching that food. Well, what's it, wait, what does he feed them again? Pancakes. It was pancakes. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was pancakes or waffles. And he's like, you guys shouldn't stick around. Yeah, we shouldn't be eating food from a clown, but here we are. Oh, yeah, your uh, your friends, uh, we own them now. <laughs> They're what we call circus property. <laughs> <laughs> They're circus folk now. Yeah. We have the performance. The climax of the movie. Where the dinosaurs are revealed to an audience full of people. And it's like. And how long are we in at this point for the uh, climax of the movie? 55 minutes. There is 10 minutes left in the movie. Yep. But they're introduced the way. Uh, wh- who are the, the tiger people in Las Vegas? Oh, Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, they're introduced like Siegfried and Roy style. 
to, you know, yes. all these people. We are the world. <laughs> That's the song that plays. Have you ever seen Siegfried and Roy? I have not. Yeah. They come out on a globe with well, the tigers. Well, this was a gold pyramid with uh, demons and crows and, you know, the works. I believe dinosaurs are the future. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, things go awry. Yeah. The it, dinosaur gets loose. And Louie mans up and he's like, he basically does the Iron Giant before Iron Giant. He's like, you choose. Yeah. You can be the good guy. You can be the good dinosaur. Boo. Then Rex eats Louie. No. <laughs> Yes, and then, you know what? I'm sick of talking about this movie. We we get the crows have eyes. God comes away to take the dinosaurs and finally plop them back in the museum where they belong. Kids but are happy. End of story. No, Goodbye. we have to talk about one thing. Oh, okay. What? If he's still, if Rex is still working for the museum when he is golfing. Yeah. Is that his day off? Do they get days off? Well, yeah. I, I presume it comes with a health plan. <laughs> do, do they have a 401k in a retirement plan? Yes. Wait, is there a retirement plan that they're just taking a giant meteor and hitting them in the head with it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. It has to come full circle. You've got to close the loop. <laughs> Yeah, and then Buster's like, you know what? My mom, who's a bird who sounds like Carla from Cheers. She ain't that bad. And then... I guess I could have it a lot worse. You know what? Maybe I'll just wait till I'm older and um, I'll, I'll push my brother's eggs out of their nests. <laughs> Replace them with lizard eggs. That's what a good brother does. Yep. But uh, John Goodman ends the movie by saying... Because Buster's like, what happened to Cecilia and and Louie? Oh, they're they're a cute little couple now. And then he's pulling out the notebook in a rowboat in Central Park. Yeah, we Park. get little snapshots of their life together. You Cecilia, know. I wrote you a letter every day for a year. I didn't get any letters. It wasn't over for me. It never stopped. And she will be loved. That was the trailer for the notebook ah i've never seen it <laughs> oh that was one of the i movie- know the story yeah. i don't need to see it i so, just so that movie opened the same weekend as spider-man 2 and i had to clean both of those theaters spider-man 2 filthy the notebook covered in kleenex they brought kleenex to the theater, and they were just crying the entire movie. Well, it's supposed to be like a sad movie towards the end, isn't it? Oh, you think? They die together. Spoilers for the the notebook. It's true. Everybody knows the ending to the notebook. Everybody. Yeah, it's so sad. It's so depressing. (laughs) But yes, how many bagels? (laughs) Uh, You clearly want to be done with this. I do. I'm very tired. Well, I feel like back. I say that in every podcast, but every podcast I do with you, it's always late. Well, turn back the clock. Roll back the rock. 
How many bagels? Uh, uh, I guess four for no particular reason. I'm going with two. Yeah. Renee Levante and it's Goodman. I still I still fucking love John uh, yeah, Goodman. Yeah, I mean Goodman Goodman's still great. Yeah. There's still some yeah, entertaining I'll, voices. I'll go with three for Julia Child because This uh. is just a hard nut to crack. I feel like half the reason me and my brother watched this so often as kids, well, one, because we didn't have that many movies. <laughs> and two two because like it was just like this is the weirdest shit. It was written I to be... I need to figure this out. It's like cats all over again. It, it was made... Spielberg wanted it to be a TV special on Kids WB around Thanksgiving. It was okay, only... Okay, well, Kids WB did have some weird stuff on it. But but Universal's like, no, we're going to put this in theaters. Ooh. And it opened at number 11 in the box office. million made. Worldwide. That's not domestic. That's international. That's got a sting. Yeah. And Spielberg... Well, Spielberg had three movies at the box office this year. Oh, this movie... The movie that this got beat out by was another Spielberg movie. Schindler's List. Seriously. (laughs) He uh, he beat well. You know, if you're gonna, if if your movie's gonna be beaten, it might as well be beaten by one of your other movies. Two out of three movies, two of them being hits that year, not bad. I, I think. I just realized I have a sunburn. How? I don't know. So, we've come to the end of this episode. I've given this two or three. I forgot at this point. <laughs> You've given it four. Yep. There's not much else to say. Yeah. Sweetie, thanks for doing this. You're welcome. Until next time, I'm Scott Curlin. Bye. (laughs)